0: to listen to a broadcast of the greater harvest church in ellenwood georgia in this episode the prophetess renee montgomery ministers a prophetic word entitled we have been raised with him now walk it out stay tuned The Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Now, come on, put your hands together for God, amen. Come on, put your hands together for God. I just believe that God has a right now word for all of us today. I believe that there is a supernatural download that God wants to deposit into your hearts and into your lives and into your spirit, man. So, I just want to before the throne of grace this morning in prayer everybody who is watching us online i just want you to get your spirits ready because i believe that god has an amazing word for all of us in this place amen so we're going to go before the throne of grace and i just want you to get your spirit man ready for this deposit because i believe that god has something just for you amen Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord God, just to stand before your presence. What an awesome privilege and honor to stand before your presence and minister unto your people. I pray, oh God, that everything within me would decrease, Lord God, and that your spirit, man, would increase on the inside of me. Lead and guide me, Holy Spirit, for your word is already blessed. But we pray, oh God, that you breathe on this word, Lord God, that there would be a supernatural Impartation that will take place as a result of your word. I pray that this word would get down into the soil of our heart, that the enemy may not come and snatch this word away, but that this word would take root, Lord God, that our minds would be transformed, Lord God, that we would be renewed in the spirit of the living God. Holy Ghost, have your way. Holy Ghost, do whatever it is that you desire to do. Take this one word and divide it up, Lord God, so that it meets the need of every person who is listening right now. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I come against every stronghold, every assignment of the enemy that will try to block and hinder the flow and move of your word right now. Say that you are defeated and you have no power in the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, you have your way. Have your way right now. Go into the home, Lord God, of every person who is listening right now and do a supernatural work, Lord God. It's only you can do, Lord God. Shift us, change us, Lord God. Deliver us, Lord God. I pray for deliverance, oh God. I pray, oh God, that souls are filled and saved, Lord God. That they are filled with the Holy Ghost, Lord God. I pray, oh God, that. A Holy Ghost encounter with you as never before. Holy Ghost, you do what only you can do. And I thank you right now, oh God. I feel your power. I feel your anointing now. Holy Ghost, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. You move and flow through me. I yield everything over to you. And I give you glory. Somebody say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, say amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles, you may be seated. Everyone who is in the building, glory to God, and everyone who is watching at home. If you have your Bible, I'm going to ask that you turn with me to a familiar scripture in Ephesians. Glory be to God. And if you could go to Ephesians, the first chapter, and I want you just to write these down. I'm going to do my best to get to all of them, but just in case, write these down so you can go back and reference these. Ephesians 1, and we're going to start off at the first through third verses. Then we're going to go down to the 17th through the 22nd. That's Ephesians 1, 1 through 3. And then we're gonna stay right there in that chapter and go down to the 17th verse. And then go through the 22nd. Then we're gonna go to the second chapter of Ephesians and go to one through six. So if you're writing that's Ephesians one, one through three, 17 through 22 and Ephesians two. 1 through 6. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're going to begin to read. And we'll start at Ephesians 1. And here it says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. He continues his letter to the saints at the Ephesus Church down in the 17th verse. And here is Paul, he begins to pray Over the church, and this is his prayer to the church at Ephesus. He says in verse 17, That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, he's praying this, he's praying that may God give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. He's praying in verse 18, That the eyes of your understanding. Being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is that exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come and have put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth All in all. Chapter 2. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sin, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversations in time past in the lust of our flesh fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of our minds, and we're by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, verse 4, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are ye saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness to usward through Christ Jesus. And if I were to take a topic today, it would be anchored in the sixth verse, in the second chapter. And it says and have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in christ jesus and so the topic comes from this verse today from verse 6 ephesians 2 and 6 and the topic is we have been raised with him now walk it out raised with him now let's walk it out over the last two sundays Um, On Easter Sunday, Pastor Montgomery delivered an amazing message about the power of the resurrection. The power of the resurrection and what really happened at the resurrecting of Jesus Christ. He walked us through what happened on the cross. He walked us through the agonizing pain that Jesus Christ suffered. He walked us through when they whipped him with the cattle nine tails and they beat him and he actually told us how they hung Jesus on the cross. The nails did not go straight through his hands, but the nails went in here, right here underneath, right here in his flesh and he had to hold up his whole entire body and the pain just to fulfill the scripture that said that no hand would be, no bone would be broken in his body and we know that Jesus he laid there and he was in agony and it was the sins of the world that were upon him my sin and your sin and sin from all throughout eternity it was upon him and because of that sin it caused from Him, hallelujah, for a brief moment of time. And while Jesus was on that cross in all that agony, He looked past, hallelujah, how He felt, but He knew that He had an assignment. And that assignment was, I love mankind so much, I want to fulfill the will of my father. And so I'm going to look past everything that I am going through, but for the joy that was set before him, hallelujah. He had you on his heart and he had me on his heart and he had you on his heart, hallelujah he endured the shame of the cross just for you. But we know the story did not end there. Hallelujah. And Pastor begin to tell us how after he was crucified, how he went down into the uh, bottom of Hades or hell. Hallelujah. And he defeated death, hell, and the grave. Hallelujah. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. Death could not hold Jesus the Christ down in the ground. He has all power. Glory and everybody that was held captive down in hell, they got up with him. Glory be to God because death, hallelujah, cannot hold you. If you are a blood-bought believer, glory be to God. Death is not your final destination because everybody saved or whether you are unsaved your spirit man, your soul will continue to live forever so tell somebody that you know baby your soul is going to live forever, there is going to be a resurrection whether you are saved or unsaved there shall be a resurrection of the righteous and there shall be a resurrection of those who are not righteous glory be to God but then on last week evangelists came back and she walked us through what it was like for Mary and Mary Magdalene as they were at the tomb of Jesus. And they were awaiting at the tomb and the angel came, hallelujah, and said, well, wait a minute, what are you here for? What are you waiting on? Who are you waiting for? And they begin, the angel begin to tell them, the one that you are waiting for is no longer here. He has risen, hallelujah. He has risen from the dead and he gave them a commission. Now go and tell everybody that you know that this same Jesus that they crucified, glory be to God, he is now risen from the dead. He is not here. And so the first people that begin to minister about Jesus were women, glory be to God. And so they begin to tell everybody that he is not dead, but he is risen just as he said that he was. To pray, and I said, God, what is it that you desire for me to share with your people today? And He took me to this scripture and He said, Stay right there at the resurrection, stay right there at what happened because the body of Christ is never before. You have got to know who you are. Amen. Now, Pastor has given us a revelation of the resurrection. and evangelist came on last week and she gave us another revelation. Now, how do we take that? How do we take that and apply it to us today? And that is what the spirit of the living God sent me here to tell you today. Glory be to God. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it that he used Paul to bring out this revelation. The apostle Paul was not one of the original disciples. He did not walk with Jesus. He did not talk with Jesus. He was not there when Jesus was living his ministry and while he was on the earth. The Apostle Paul was not with Jesus. We know that the Apostle Paul, he was persecuting the church. All of those who believed in Jesus, the Apostle Paul was going around killing them, putting them in jail. But somebody say one day on the road to Damascus, Paul had an encounter with God encounter with God. He had an encounter with grace. And see, Paul understands, I believe, better than any of the other disciples what grace truly was. Because Paul understood who he was. Paul understood what he did. Paul understood that he was persecuting Jesus. But even in the midst of all of that, when he had this encounter the love of God. And see, that's what God wants us all to have. I'm here to tell you when you have an encounter with the love of God, your life can never be the same. When you have an encounter with the grace of God, your life can never be the same. When you truly understand what Jesus did for you on that cross, your life can never be the same. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you're currently going now but when you have a true revelation of who Jesus Christ is and the love that Jesus Christ has for you and the grace that he has for you and you begin to experience that and you get some wisdom and revelation of that your life can never be the same and so here we have Paul in all of his passion because Paul understood this thing when Paul had his experience with Jesus The Bible says it happened in Damascus. But then Paul spent some time in the wilderness alone with God. And God began to give Paul a download. A spiritual download. He spent time with him. He spent time in prayer. He spent time getting to know who Jesus is. He spent time with him. And so Paul had a revelation. And so here in Ephesians. Here in Ephesians 1, Paul is writing this letter to this Ephesian church. And he's saying, grace be unto you, peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he begins to write this letter and tell them, don't you know that you are blessed? As a child of God, you have been blessed. In order for you to really understand what Paul was writing to them, you merciful. Must first understand what the blessing is. So the blessing goes back and it takes us back to the Garden of Eden when he said, Blessed, be blessed in the creation, be fruitful, multiply, subdue the earth, have dominion. Those were the first words that were spoken over creation. When you were created in the image and likeness of God, God pronounced a blessing over you. And that blessing is not the same as receiving a blessing, but the blessing that God pronounced over us was an empowerment. It was his power. It was an empowerment to succeed and prosper in every area of your life. I'm going to say that again. The blessing, when he said God bless them, be fruitful, multiply, subdue the earth. God was pronouncing a blessing over your life. Glory be to God. The blessing is an empowerment to succeed and to prosper. Why is that important? Because God knew that he was going to send his son. Glory be to God. You got to stay with me. The blessing is not just about material things. But the blessing includes material things. The blessing is an empowerment for you to succeed in every area of your life. The Jewish culture understood the blessing. This was before Jesus the Christ died on the cross. The Jewish people understood it. They understood how blessed Abraham was. Let me walk you through. Abraham left all of his kindred. He left everything that he had. And he went to a country that God told him to go to. And when he got there, because of the blessing that was on Abraham, God blessed him. And the Bible says that he was very rich with cattle, with herdsmen, with fish. The kingdom of God is not this place that we are trying to Christ died on the cross and rose from the dead so that all of the same power that he had, it now dwells on the inside of you. Don't you know who you are? You have the ability as a blood-bought believer, my God, God. to prosper in everything that you set your hand to. But we don't believe it. Why? Because we don't have enough faith to believe it. But he sent me here today to shake up and stir up your faith in him. So Paul tells the church at Ephesus, bless. Blessed. See, you gotta know that you're blessed. I double-death somebody just to begin to say, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. of who you are in God, when you get a revelation of what the Word of God has already said to you, you won't be around here trying to figure out how you're going to make it, trying to figure out what you're going to do. I come to tell you that the Word of the Lord says, if you just hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord, if you get yourself in a position where you can hear the voice of God, day. And one day, hallelujah, he fished all night long and he couldn't find anything but at the voice of the Lord he said, Peter, throw out your net again. Why? Because the blessing was with Jesus and when Peter was obedient unto the voice of the Lord, what happened? Peter got a net breaking load of fish. I come to tell you, it look like. If you know who you are in God, God can give you just one word. See, you are in the kingdom, and the kingdom of God is in you. It does not matter what things look like in the natural, but you gotta know who you are. So one word, one word from God can change anything. Woo! My God. Paul understood this, and Paul said, I these other believers can get a revelation of who they are. And so he goes on down in verse 17 and he began to pray for us. He began to pray for the believers. He says, I know who you are God. I have a revelation of who you are. I'm praying for all of these believers that they may understand. He says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him saints of God Paul already prayed for you Paul already prayed for me that as a believer that you will begin to get wisdom and what is wisdom wisdom is the application of the knowledge that you already have been given and Paul as a believer. God should be here to tell you in 2022 you have got to begin to walk in wisdom and revelation. You can no longer be governed by what you see, by what you hear, by what's going on natural round, but now in this particular time, you have got to be walking in the wisdom and revelation of God. Revelation, it comes from something that we cannot see. Revelation from God comes from your life. That God can give you revelation into the spirit realm and begin to blow your mind. That God can take this word and begin to open it up to you and show you the very plans that he has for your life. That God can take a revelation from just one scripture in this word and begin to change your very existence. God says you have got to get to a place where you have wisdom and revelation knowledge of who God is I come to tell you that things are not going to get better in the natural realm but in the spirit realm he says it's going to get sweeter and sweeter as the days go by he says I pray I pray that the believers would walk in a place of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of who I really am that their eyes of their understanding would be enlightened. That they will really know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance is in the saints. He says it's time for us as never before to rise up and to walk it out. We have got to know who we and he says, now it's time to move beyond who we are. But now you've got to take some wisdom. You've got to begin to apply it. When nobody else gives you an applause, when nobody else is cheering your name, if nobody else is coming to church, if nobody else is saying, I believe God, if everybody else in the news is saying, it's going down, if the news is saying, the economy is about to crash. If the news is saying Corona is about to come back. If the news he says and all of these things you cannot be moved. He says we are now entering into a time where it's not about the masses. It is not about what the masses are saying but it's about will he still find faith in the earth when he comes were excited because the spirit of the living God said these are exciting times for the believer he says we're going right back to the Bible days hallelujah we're going back to the Bible days when there are few people that believe but they shook up this world there are going to be a remnant of believers that know who they are in God that can speak to mountains and mountains shall be moved there is a remnant of people who still believe in the ministering of angels and they are charged day. There is still a ribbon of people that believe that Jesus understanding would be in him far above principalities far above anything that the enemy could do you gotta come with me it raised him far above I did a search in the Greek and I looked up far above in the Greek far above in the Greek means this far it says it's far far Far. I want you to go on a trip with me. Imagine uh, you're looking up in the sky right now. You're looking up in the sky, and every time I say far, you're going up a little bit higher. The Greek said far above principalities meant far, and farther than that, and farther than that, yeah. and farther than that, yeah. and farther. It said far, and far, and far, and far, and far, and far. I want you just to imagine in your mind. It says that he is far above anything that the devil could ever try to do to you. Anything that the devil. Christ and give him that precious blood for the remission of our sin but Ephesians 2 verse 6 says and he has raised us up (laughs) he's raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus So not only is Jesus raised, but when Jesus resurrected, you were resurrected with him. Far, 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 far far above principalities, far above dominions, far above anything that the enemy can do. You were raised so far up that the enemy cannot even see you. know who you really are the enemy can't even see you you fall above because you're hidden in Christ Jesus you're hidden in Christ Christ is already seated in heavenly places and you were raised with him so even though you are in this world that's why the Bible says you are not of this world you have been raised to sit in heavenly places and although you walk in this earth you are a part of the kingdom of the living You are not governed by everything that goes on in this world. You are now representing another kingdom. And God sent me here to tell you today. You've got to raise up. You've been raised with him. Now you've got to walk it out. See, I don't think y'all got it yet. (laughs) When Jesus was down in hell, Satan didn't know what was going on he thought when Jesus died, that was it. He said, now I got it. But when Jesus went down to hell, the Bible says he made an open show of Satan and all of his imps. And he defeated his power once and for all. So I'm here to tell you, that's why the Bible says, "Set your mind on things which are above. Because that's... You are seated. You are not seated down here on the low level. We give the enemy so much credit. He says, "Set your mind, your affections, your thoughts on those things which are above." That's why the Bible says, "Whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is honorable, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is of a good report." You need to be thinking on these things. Why? when Jesus Christ died on the cross and he said, it is finished, that's what he was talking about, he knew that he was getting ready to raise you up and the enemy was going to be looking at you going to another level bye bye devil, I'm up here that's why the bible says your carnal flesh is that enmity with God, the devil wants to keep you in a fleshly way of living Woo! cause when you live the flesh. You stay down here. Y'all know we always say don't be down here with the chickens. You an eagle. Eagles do what? They soar. The enemy tries to keep you down here. Operating your flesh. saying whatever comes to your mind. Not getting in your word not getting in prayer because that's the only place that he has access to you. It's when you operate in your flesh, when you're led by your flesh, when you do what you want to do, when you don't live according to the word, now you've opened yourself up and you've come off from your position up here and now you're down here with him. That's why the Bible says give no place. To the enemy. Because your place is up here. You've been raised with him. But every time you come back down. And you begin to operate in your flesh. You begin to give him a place. To wherewith he can operate. And the spirit told me. He said daughter. Y'all give the enemy too much credit. I've already defeated him. I've raised you up with me. So my only charge to you is fight the good fight of faith. Why do you think he said to fight? See, he told me this about three months ago. And I said, God, you are so good. Because I began to look back over my life. And every time I was a little fretful about something, worried about something. And I mean, he took me back. To when my kids were younger and he said you see how i brought you out of that do you see how i took you through this do you see how at the end of the day i got you out of this do you see how when you just trust me he said just trust me just trust me in everything he says i got you i got you and i was sitting in there in prayer and i was like god you are so true I'm looking back over my life and at that point in time, I didn't see how you were going to bring me out, but you brought me out. It wasn't how I thought you were going to do it, but you did. And I give you praise. And then when I look back over my life, I say, God, you are so good. You brought me out of that one too. He says, yes, daughter, I told you that I would never leave you. I would never forsake you. Do not be afraid for I am with you. I Am God, trust me. Lean not to your own understanding. It's Him talking to me, but acknowledge me in all of your ways, and I got you. I will direct your path. Trust me, and with long life, I shall satisfy you. You just give me the praise. You just keep believing. You just keep the faith, and see, that's the fight right there. That's right. He says, "I didn't design you to toil. I didn't design you to worry." I didn't design you to fret. I didn't design you to fear. I didn't design you to be in chronic sickness. He said, daughter, all of this was a result of the curse. When Adam and Eve sinned, he says, but I've raised you. You far above that. Woo! I wish y'all to this revelation. You're far above the curse. That's right. I'm going to say that again. As a blood-bought believer, you are far above the curse. Amen. (laughs) He says, there's a scripture in the Bible that says when we operate out of our carnal nature, then it basically minimizes us to a mere man and I got such a revelation of that scripture this He says, you've got to know who you are. I mean, and we always say that here at the harvest, but that thing dropped in my spirit like never before this week because he says, I've already raised you. This is who you are. You are royalty. You are the king of kings and the Lord of lords. You are my child. You have an inheritance. Don't be around here like the prodigal son, like you don't know who you are. Now, I'm telling on myself because he said, "Uh uh-uh, you are the the apple of my eye. You are my daughter. You've been translated into the kingdom of almighty God. I am your daddy. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. I don't care if there is famine. You look in your Bible. When there was famine in the land, I read this scripture the other day. Abraham sold. Isaac sold in the midst of a famine. And they were fine. I don't care if gas prices are going up. The Lord said, know who you are. You've been raised with me. You're far above this activity. But now you have gotta take your mindset there. You have gotta be raised in your mind. Set your affection on things above. Your affection is where your heart is. Your affection is what you give your time to. Your affection is what you give your money to. Your affection is what you give your attention to. That's why the Bible says if you would just seek me first. If you would just seek me first in my kingdom and my righteousness. of the things that you're worried about, all of the things that the enemy has you worried about, I will add all of those things to you. Do y'all see how all of these scriptures correlate? He says, just seek me first. If you knock, you'll find me. (laughs) The door be open unto you, because you're a king's kid. You're a king's kid. You're my child. You're seated with me. I wish above all things that you prosper. I wish above all things that you're in good health. I give you a name that's above every name because I'm for you, because I love you. Because of the joy that was set before me, I already endured the shame. I already endured the pain because I want you to prosper. Come on, everybody, stand to your feet all over this building. He says, I want you to prosper. You've been raised with me. Now walk walk it out. Walk it out. Walk it out. Start decreeing and declaring what I've said. Start decreeing and declaring who you really are. Walk through your house like the evangelist said last week and speak life. There is no death in the king. He's already defeated death, hell, and the grave. He's already He already knows about your situation. He already knows about your pain. He already knows how hurt you are. He already knows about the confusion. He already knows what's happened in your life. He already knows what you've been through. He already knows and he sees it and he says, if you'll just get in a place with me, I'll show you everything you need to know. I am a healer. I'll heal your broken heart. I am a a doctor. I'm a physician. I'll heal your body. I'll heal your mind. I'll heal your heart. I'll heal your soul. Just give me everything. Just give me everything. There may be somebody watching right now on social media. And you've been hurt. And you've been broken. And the Spirit sent me here to tell you when he went down in that grave and when he died on the cross. He died for your pain, for your hurt, for everything you've been through for everything you're going through he says now today will you just give it over to me i've been raised and i'm seated in heavenly places and i want you to be seated with me far above the hurt far above the pain far above the abuse i hear your holy ghost far above everything that you may be going through far above the doctor's diagnosis far above everything that anybody has ever told you you are a child of god i speak to you right Of Jesus, I speak to every situation, I speak to every hurt, and I speak life in the name of Jesus. I speak life, hallelujah! He sent you here for life. If you are still breathing, God has a purpose for you, God has a divine destiny for you, and what the enemy meant for evil, God. Turn it around for your good. I hear the Holy Ghost saying, come on, somebody in this building, put your hands together. Because I believe that somebody is experiencing healing right now. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you've been through. But the spirit of the living God is here. I feel your Holy Ghost. He's here. Come on, just play. He's here. He's here right now. The anointing of God. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. The Holy Ghost, because there may be somebody watching, or somebody who may watch this later, and you say, you know what? I've lost my way. I started out strong. I started out with you, but I'm in a backslidden state. I'm no longer walking with you like I should. But God, I realize you died, and you were raised, and you're seated at the right hand of the Father, and you won't be seated there with you, but I've messed up. Well, I'm here to tell you today is your day. Somebody shout today is, day. today is their day. Today is your day. Hallelujah. If that is you and you are watching or you are in this building right now, today is your day. Lift up your hands. And he says he is faithful and just to forgive you if you confess your sins unto him. He says that he will forgive you and cleanse you of all righteousness. That's how loving our God is. He says if you will repent before him, that he will welcome you with open arms. So if that is you, if you're watching, if that is you and you're in this building, I want you to raise your hand. As a matter of fact, I want everybody to say it. Hallelujah. Everybody in here. Hallelujah. Say, Father, I repent. And I come back home. Lord, I believe that you died for my sins. And you were raised Give you my life today. I give you my life today. I repent, Lord God, of everything that I have done. I repent, Lord God, of everything I've done. And I'm coming back home to you. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. And I thank you, Lord. And I, thank you Lord. I thank, you, Lord. thank you, Lord. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, ask him to fill you. Fill me with your Holy Ghost, God. the camera off and I feel the spirit saying to pray for some specific things in here but we're going to pray for everybody who is watching right now dear heavenly father we thank you for everyone who is tuned in and watching this service lord we thank you that when you died on the cross that you were raised from the dead and you are now seated at the right hand of the father far above principalities and powers and anything that the enemy could do but you didn't stop there. We're seated with you if we are in you. And I pray right now, oh God, that you would give us a deeper revelation of your word, that we would understand who we are in you. And as Paul prayed, that you would open up the eyes of our understanding, that we would be enlightened to who we really are. And I pray, oh God, that you would bless them, everybody who is at home and who is watching right now. Increase their faith, Lord God, that they may know that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is now in them. Help them to apply it to every situation in their lives. In Jesus' name, come on, somebody shout amen. Amen. Come on, shout amen. Amen. Come on, shout amen. 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 You have just listened to another episode of the Greater Harvest Podcast. We hope that you have had an ear for what the word has to say to you. And we pray that your life will be changed for the better as a result of that. Please join us here again very soon and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for even more from the harvest. See you soon. Be blessed.